it's time to talk about all things mental health. This is Get Mental with Cecile Ahrens. As a seasoned licensed therapist, Cecile is the owner of Transcend Therapy and is here to inform, guide, and connect you on the big and small everyday happenings that affect our mental and emotional well-being. Cecile is passionate about making a lasting and positive impact on people, connecting them to their own wisdom and strength while having a little fun along the way. Get ready to challenge the power of your human spirit. It's time to get mental. And now here's your host, Cecile Ahrens. Hi everyone, welcome back to Get Mental Podcast. How are you guys doing? Hope everybody is hanging in there, staying strong and positive. Lots of uncertainty going around, lots of anxiety, and lots of anger being displayed, some appropriately and some inappropriately. And this is why I wanted to talk about the subject of anger, okay? Um, I want to help you guys differentiate healthy anger from toxic anger, and equally important, I also want to help you guys see the upside of anger, because often anger gets a bad rap, because every time or many times we see it portrayed in very aggressive, violent, and dysfunctional ways. And there's a lot of this stuff going around um, in our country, unfortunately. And so I'm going to break down why I think that's happening and invite you guys to relate in a new way to your anger and frustration and to also relate in a new way to other people's anger and frustration. And I'm going to draw from some of um, the Gottman Institute's work on anger specifically the anger iceberg and if you guys haven't uh, seen one yet you can go to my website transcendtherapyca.com there's a picture of it on there or you could go to um, the Gottman Institute and you should see a picture of it on there too and it will it's just kind of a really easy way to conceptualize anger in a different way um, as opposed to the larger conditioning that we all seem to get as we evolve in that anger is wrong, anger is bad, anger leads to bad, violent things. And that is partly true, but that's what toxic anger is. Healthy anger doesn't look like that. And so I, I want to help you guys differentiate that, okay? So again, I wanted to talk about anger because anger is so palpable right now in our country the United States. I know we have listeners in Australia and Canada, and I think London. So, you know, I think in those countries, um, people are also experiencing a heightened level of anger and anxiety. But in the United States, I, I feel like it's a lot more pronounced and uh, pretty disturbing, actually. And we're getting further desensitized to violence. I believe, and kind of it's becoming the norm for us to constantly hear people being shot, dying, um, the rhetoric, you know, between our politicians. It's really dysfunctional the way they're talking to each other. Um, and that goes for the right and left, um, regardless of political party. I think, you know, if we all take a step back, we can all 
uh, objectively, hopefully be able to see that both parties are misbehaving and engaging in dysfunctional communication patterns. So um, that's not a political statement. That's just really, you know, a, a statement from a psychological, emotional point of view. Um, so hopefully that doesn't offend anybody. But anger is what we call a secondary emotion, meaning anger doesn't exist usually and oftentimes without other feeling states underneath. And usually the feeling states are hurt, sad, um, abandoned, feeling of uh, rejection, helplessness, powerlessness, hopelessness, um, tiredness sometimes, irritability can cause anger, right? Disconnection. So there's so many other feeling states that is usually present by the time we get angry or feel anger. And that's why I'm referring to the anger iceberg so you guys have a framework for understanding what I'm talking about. But that's the first point I want to make is that anger is a secondary emotion. It doesn't exist without other feelings and um, emotional injuries, okay? And the other thing I want you guys to start to think about is anger is usually a normal response to things that are happening to us and around us, okay? Um, anger is an emotion, just like love, happiness, sadness, excitement, you know? Just like those are emotions, so is anger. And anger is not bad or wrong. <clears throat> I grew up, <clears throat> excuse me, in a family and cultural system where I was told anger was sinful, you know, that anger was bad. So earlier on in life, I learned to bypass anger or skip it or just avoid it altogether, right? And it doesn't work that way. You know, anger belongs and anger is often necessary in order for us to really fully heal and release something or someone. You know, we can't skip that part of the movie, so to speak, because it's a necessary part of the process in order to fully integrate whatever it is that caused you to be angry. And, um, you know, all feelings belong, including anger. And it's not like an a la carte menu, you know, where you get to pick and choose the feelings you want to feel. I mean, yes, there is a point where you can choose to be content and happy, but that doesn't mean avoiding anger or neglecting it <clears throat> or labeling it as bad, okay? So it's not like you open up a menu of feelings and go, okay, I'm going for joy, happiness, and excitement, and I am going to skip on anger and anxiety for the rest of my life. Like, it doesn't work that way, okay? There are going to be things that are going to make you angry, and like I said, oftentimes it's normal, um, and if it's, you know, kind of out of proportion or excessive anger, meaning out of proportion to the situation, and I'll talk about that a little more a little later, that's when it can become toxic, okay? But again, anger is normal. It's what we do with it. It's how we move through it, and it's how we cope with it, okay? Anger is also one of my favorite emotions. Why? 
because it is transformative. It has the power to fuel the change that we need to make. It has the power to help us make a move, break up with that boyfriend, leave a toxic environment, you know, um, say goodbye to an unfulfilling job. It has the power to help us grow and expand. And if we get to the bottom, to the meat and potatoes of our anger, we will discover how intelligent and wise our anger usually is if we learn how to relate to it in a different way, okay? So anger helps us set boundaries. Anger helps us set limits. Anger helps us assert ourselves. That's a healthy form of anger. That's when we are able to cope with anger in healthy ways. Toxic anger is when we are caught up in a cycle of pain and blame and shame, right? There's a different quality to it. It's very hurtful and damaging and destructive. And the gross example of that is when people hurt other people, kill other people, hurt themselves, so that's anger turned inwards, right? And cause destruction. So a gross example of this right now in our current time is the riots in America, right? So the feeling of anger belongs, okay? They have a right to be angry, but the coping style is not acceptable. The coping style is very destructive and dangerous and problematic, to say the least. So that's an example of toxic anger, okay? Violence is never okay. And um, another way anger can be toxic is if it, if you're, you know, you're caught up in a cycle, like I said, and you can't seem to get out of it. You can't seem to, you know, have any room for curiosity for another person's experience or compassion, or you are doing all sorts of things, you're preoccupied with anger and all the other maybe conscious and unconscious feelings you're having, and you are preoccupied with trying to uh, either fuel the anger, such as if you're constantly reading about things, you know, or watching things to kind of get some validation for your anger, or you are using things to numb you out and disconnect because it's too much, it's too intense. So that's what toxic anger usually looks like. Healthy anger, like I said, transforms, expands us, um, breaks our hearts open. And it's not easy to get to that place. And that's usually when you require the help of a therapist, okay? or some kind of positive intervention that really gets you reflecting on the other feeling states. And in my experience, having done this for many years, this work for many years, is usually attached to our anger are unmet needs, okay? Unmet needs. 
And that's where the rubber meets the road, meaning that's where really the pain is. That's why I invite you guys to go beneath the anger, beneath the iceberg, because that's where the wounding is. That's where the pain usually is. And that's where the freedom will usually be. That's your ticket to feeling free or freer and feeling um, more empowered instead of disempowered, okay? So toxic anger can embolden and justify inappropriate, hurtful behaviors. Healthy anger is basically, you know, the way you guys can think about it is a message that says, you're okay and I'm okay. We're both okay. What if we're both okay? What if we can both have our points of view and still respect each other? Right? What a concept. That's what's getting lost in our culture. We are getting, you know, used to dysfunctional displays of anger. We, it's getting normalized, you know, to see people being passive aggressive and sometimes just downright aggressive to each other. It's not okay. It is dysfunctional. And as a therapist watching this play out, I mean, you know, I'm sure you all are having feelings about it, but for me, you know, kind of because of the psychological um, background that therapists have, it's really, really disturbing. Because if we don't break this pattern, what we know about systems and families is it just perpetuates itself and it gets worse. You just pass it on from one generation to another. So kind of in a macro scale, meaning in a collective sense, that's what I'm worried about we're going to be doing. But, you know, Cecile and Get Mental is also always about hope and possibilities. We can still make a difference in the day-to-day interactions we have with our loved ones and with strangers. So next time you feel your anger, take a pause and really figure out, okay, what else might, be, might, might I be feeling? Okay. And if you can name one or two feeling states, that's great. That's a great start. And if you're a little bit more kind of advanced, so to speak, in kind of your own self-reflection and um, self-awareness, you're going to find that you're going to, you have a lot of other feelings beneath the anger. And that's really what you want to attend to because anger is just the symptom of those feelings. And those feelings are usually a symptom of the unmet need. Okay. So for example, if you're feeling angry because someone yelled at you, right? The anger belongs. It's a normal reaction. This is what I'm saying about anger is normal. Okay, it's what we do with it. If we decide to yell back at the person, that doesn't make us bad, right? But that's an example of uh, uh, inappropriate or dysfunctional coping patterns, okay? It doesn't make us bad. It's just saying that at that point in time, we were also super dysregulated and we were in a reactive mode. And that happens to all of us, okay? That happens to me, um, especially as a mom. So. But once you get, so it's not about perfection, it's about awareness. Once you recognize that, you can take a step back and go, okay, time out, time out. I'm having a lot of feelings here. 
what other feelings am I having other than anger that this person yelled at me? Ah, I'm feeling hurt. Ah, I'm feeling sad. Ah, I'm feeling violated or disrespected. Ah, I'm feeling rejected. And once you have that insight, that's when you can turn around to the person and say, listen, when you yelled at me, it really hurt me and I felt disrespected and violated. And I really would appreciate it if you can work on not doing that again or work on, you know, your anger. So something along those lines, right? But there's a very different way that you begin to move through the anger and there's a different repair process that can happen when you have a little bit more insight into what the anger is really about. And if the person that you are speaking to doesn't respond in kind, we still have a choice, you know, if we are aware enough, if there's enough uh, what I call core self in there to go, you know what, you're obviously very upset and I think, you know, I'm gonna remove myself from the situation right now so that we can both cool down, right? So this, this is just kind of a general example of what healthy anger can look like and how you can begin to relate to it differently. So even though the anger belongs, we are still ultimately responsible for how we respond and how we rise to the moment. And again, it's not about perfection. Don't beat yourself up if you end up yelling at that person back. But practice having awareness of it so that you can begin to redirect and interrupt that pattern. And hopefully, you know, you and this person can have a better conversation uh, the second time around. So that's what I love about anger is because it helps us get in touch with the underbelly, with what's really happening for us and to us. And anger is usually a safer emotion to feel, in my opinion, because it makes us feel less vulnerable. You know, it kind of gives you that, like I said, it's a very powerful emotion and, and there's a physiological almost immediate physiological effect, just like anxiety and fear does. So it kind of helps you like emboldens you, right? Um, and that's actually, I think, what leads people to become violent is because they're so fueled by the energy of anger. But obviously, you know, they haven't learned or uh, right, practiced healthier coping skills, to say the least. And it just... It's a fuel that kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So there is a danger zone for, you know, there is a point where obviously anger is dangerous and um, it's kind of hard to turn it around. So it's really important to, and, and I say this, um, you know, sensitively because I know it's easier said than done. But one of the things you guys can do is do like a scale, scale your anger. You know, so on a scale from say zero to 10, zero is not angry, 10 is very angry. And maybe that's when you're really like doing a lot of destructive things. Scale your anger. Where are you at on a scale from zero to 10 when that person yelled at you? You know, um, 
Is it a four? Is it a five? So sometimes that's a really concrete, easy way to access your anger, to understand where you're at in the anger uh, kind of temperature scale. And I sometimes do that with my husband. My husband and I sometimes do that to each other when, you know, we're angry or uh, frustrated and maybe like the words are getting in the way. He and I will say, you know what? This is like a level eight for me. Oh, oh, I did not realize that. And so that's kind of a way to immediately interrupt the pattern, right? Because now you understand or I understand like, ah, He's a level eight. That's a time when we should take a, a step back, cool down, and vice versa. If I'm the level eight, we take a, a step back and try to cool down, you know? So that's what it can look like, okay? Um, again, there's so many false messages we learned about anger, and the media, you know, has not helped in its portrayal of anger and the sensationalism of, you know, violent movies, the glorification of uh, uh, superheroes, right? Um, There's just violence everywhere. And, you know, all in the name of justice, right? And all in the name of like good versus evil. And in real life, it doesn't work that way. You know, in real life, anger, if we don't, um, have the skills and knowledge to relate to it differently can really wreak havoc on our lives. But, 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 but the upside is if we know how to work with it and how to move through it and how to relate to it, like I said before, it contains so much for us. There's so much intelligence and wisdom. You know, um, Rosa Parks finally got angry enough that she refused to give up her seat. And look at what happened. It changed an entire uh, culture, right? So in uh, the United States culture and for, for, for Black people. So that's an example of healthy anger. She wasn't aggressive. She wasn't inappropriate, but she was assertive, okay? And again, healthy anger is essentially saying, win-win, you win, I win. We both can win. You're okay, I'm okay. What a concept, right? And that means that if you don't agree with somebody, nobody has to lose. Healthy anger means, hey, I don't like your position on this, but I still respect you. You still get to respect, you still get respect from me and vice versa. You may not like what I believe in, but I still deserve respect. And that's what's really eroding in our culture. So hopefully this talk inspires you guys to make small changes in your day-to-day interactions. Check yourself right? Have more curiosity and compassion for your anger. Starts with you, right? The self-compassion so that you can hopefully have more curiosity and compassion for another person's anger. And it doesn't mean that you um, justify bad behavior 
you know, next time you see, say, I don't know, somebody or politicians um, saying mean things, you know, to one another publicly, take a step back and go, huh, what are the feelings might these people be feeling? And, hmm, I think there's a better way that they could have communicated that. Because that's the truth, you know? But even if it doesn't change out there, because that's out of our hands, what we can control is how we respond and how we relate to ourselves and other people, okay? At best, at best, it will help you feel a lot more empowered, free, because anger triggers are like hooks, you know, they hook you in. And the next thing you know, you're in the drama, right? Healthy anger helps us take a step back and step out of the frame and be a witness to what's happening to us and to other people, right? There's, you're experiencing your anger, but at the same time, you're also observing your anger. So at best, that's what we want. That's called dual attention. And that's super important because dual attention helps us stay grounded. It helps us make good, healthy decisions. You know, it helps us not do a whole lot of damage to ourselves and to others. And really, that's worthy of the pursuit. Because we're all in this together, guys. We're all in this together. This society, this world that we're co-creating, it's up to us. And, you know, I don't mean to be moralistic, but that is the point of mental health, is to be able to have healthier thoughts and behaviors because all of the things we do have consequences, okay, in our personal lives and collectively right? All these things that we, we do and say to each other have consequences, you know? You know, they say, um, sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is absolutely not true. I mean, far from the truth. Words hurt a lot, deeply. People don't forget some of these things. It's hard to heal from some of the awful things people have said to each other. And my practice is full because of those kinds of injuries, you know, because of emotional, mental, verbal abuse and neglect. So it is really, really important that we just do our best, take small steps to be more mindful. And next time you're angry, you know, take a step back, pause, and go, what other feelings am I having here? Just try that and see what happens, okay? That will help interrupt the process, and all of those little steps you take matter. And again, if you're stuck in toxic anger, it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility to break the pattern. And if you want a happier, healthier life, I urge you to do so. And that's the time to seek the help of a therapist. Okay, so that's it, guys. That's pretty much what I wanted to um, relay today. I hope it was helpful and inspiring. And again, lean into your anger because it contains a lot of great wisdom and get to the bottom of it. 
get to the unmet need because that is what's going to help you feel better and set you free. All right? So like we always say at Get Mental, be well, be gentle, get mental because we all have issues. Thank you and bye for now. Thanks for joining us today on Get Mental with Cecile Aarons. To learn more about Cecile, become a sponsor or guest on Get Mental, or if you have any questions about mental health, visit TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Join us next week at this same time for more talk on all things mental health on Get Mental with Cecile Aarons. Don't